check one, check two. Hey guys, what's up? How are y'all doing today? I'm feeling a little... Whoa, my dogs are going crazy, guys. I'm feeling a little bit tired. I woke up at like probably 6.15 a.m. and was like... I'm just going to eat breakfast and like take my medication now, YOLO. Then I went back to sleep for a little bit because I've been trying to get like my sleep schedule back to normal. I've been like insanely tired recently, um, like especially this week. It's been, oh my gosh, a long week. Wow. Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode, well, today it's the fifth episode today. I can't believe it. I think it's the fifth episode. Oh my gosh. Um, let me look. How many bad boys have I put out there? Five. Oh, I've already put out five episodes. This is the sixth episode. Wow. I can't believe it. I'm sorry about like the little bits of like irregular uploading. Last week I uploaded on Monday and then this week I'm uploading on Friday. So it's been a little over a week since the last crazy talk came out, but there's been a lot going on. I haven't felt completely motivated to podcast. Um, and that kind of gets into a perfect segue for today's episode. Today we're talking about burnout and kind of like burnout and then creative burnout hand in hand. Cause I've experienced, um, I've experienced more like into like academic burnout than I have actual school burnout than I have actual like creative burnout but I think both have played like a really big part in my life oh my gosh guys I cannot stop yawning I think because I'm laying with my dog right now and he loves to cuddle so let's get into the episode but before we get into the episode here is a quick little word from I guess our sponsor for today let's do this thing if you've never heard of burnout I'm sure you've at least experienced it in some way. Burnout kind of covers the physical, mental, emotional exhaustion um, that can come along from prolonged work or prolonged stress or just really overdoing it. I wanted to talk about this topic this week because it's kind of been an ongoing thing for me, whether I realize it or not. I'm a very creative person and I'm constantly creating art and whether it be for fun, well, it's less for fun now and more for my portfolio, but I think there's a big difference between creating for fun and then creating due to pressure or a project or something important that you have a deadline for. For example, this podcast, I started just as kind of for fun. Um, One day randomly in Rome, I just recorded like on the Spotify for podcasters app. That's this is not an ad anymore. (laughs) Um, It was just a fun passion project for me. It was something that I've been wanting to do for a while and something that I just did. There was no pressure on when am I going to do this? When am I going to upload the podcasts? But then I started to put pressure on myself when I decided that it was going to become a weekly thing. And now there's this pressure to upload an episode every single week on a certain day because that's consistent and that's the best for the podcast. 
And I agree, that definitely is, like, in terms of algorithm, I think it's important to be, like, routine and have, like, kind of a consistent schedule. But also, I think it can kind of hurt creativity. I think pressure and work can kind of cause burnout. Um, What used to be something I did for fun is starting to feel more like a chore, um, I still really love this podcast and I'm still really passionate about it. I just want to be completely honest. Guys, literally I get so distracted and do ASMR. Like, what is up with that? I've actually been thinking, like, would you guys listen to, like, an ASMR? Like, what if I posted an ASMR podcast one day? Like, be honest. Like, would you guys listen to that? Like, be completely honest, please. The first kind of experience with burnout I feel like is probably in school probably middle or high school I don't know the first example that comes to mind is like my chemistry class in sophomore year I feel like I was really burnt out in sophomore year or something but the first memory I have of burnout is probably school school burnout is very common because of the lack of control that we have in a school environment I mean, we sign up to do these activities, these assignments, these projects, these courses, whatever it may be, and with that, we're given structure and deadlines, and yes, we are signing up for it, like, we're willing to do it, but it can become a lot, especially with your, everyone has their own stuff going on, so balancing school and everything else in their life is so hard when we're given these very specific and distinct deadlines in a way because you can't really take breaks. I mean, it's gotten more lenient as time's gone on. People have started to address like more mental health kind of topics and kind of just destigmatizing needing breaks and not being okay. But when it comes to a lot of my high school work, There was very harsh deadlines, unless you had a really good excuse. Like, if you're giving a presentation, you're still going to give that presentation. Or if there's an assignment or essay that's due, that's going to be due. And school kind of trains us to be like this, but how healthy can that really be? Like, with school, you just can't take breaks. And I remember, and if you take a break you just get even more behind and it starts piling up even more. I think last year is a good example. I was taking like full-time college classes. Um, I mean, pretty much the whole year, but there were some hiccups and school changes and people being awful and just lots of distractions. Um, so if, if you, if you want to take a break, if you need to skip out on an assignment, if you need to just not do anything, that's okay. I mean, in a school kind of standard way, it's not. I mean, if you do take a break, you're going to get a hit to your grade. Your grades are probably going to go down because unless there's like a billion assignments where it gets to the point where this one grade doesn't matter, then it's less of an issue. But most of the time, you cannot take a break. And I had one teacher who emphasized that it's okay to not have all A's. I think some people were really struggling in his class and then kind of had a breakdown. I think he had a breakdown. I don't really know, which is totally fair. I mean, it's stressful. Being a student stressful. Being a teacher stressful. Like, 
God, it's really hard. Whether one's more stressful than the other, I think there's definitely a lot of difficulties within both. Um, but this teacher was like, if you need to not do an assignment, if you need to skip out on an assignment, your mental health and your well-being or when it like could even come to the point of being so burnt out you don't feel like you w- want to be alive anymore and he emphasized this and it was like if it is an assignment that is making you feel so bad that you can't do anything then maybe it's a sign to not do it <laughs> like I don't know. I definitely put a lot of pressure on myself in high school. I was definitely not the one to skip an assignment. Whether I tried my hardest or not on it was definitely up for debate, but I put so much pressure on myself to the point where it was exhausting. I never really let myself have room to breathe. Um... I participated in as many things as possible. I participated in the National Honor Society, National Art Honor Society, the dance company at my school, after school work on like photography. High school, like during the award ceremony for like the seniors, um, I won like a photography award and the teacher said, this kid has a motor that just won't stop running. And I think that's so true for myself. Whether it's a good thing or not, I think that I constantly have to be doing something to be well and to keep myself being okay, which used to be a big problem when I would tie that with codependency and being with someone all the time. But I think it's a much healthier thing to be with yourself and doing something to keep you busy. But I think when it becomes a distraction, it can get kind of dangerous. But I've always like been doing something. I like to be busy. Um, I wouldn't say I'm a workaholic because I definitely get burnt out. Like Kim Kardashian, I feel like is a workaholic. She's always doing something and that seems exhausting. But I don't know why I just compared myself to Kim Kardashian. Kimberly Noel Kardashian, if you're listening, hello. Um, let's collab. Let's do a true crime podcast together. <laughs> um, where was I? Right. I have a motor that won't stop running. I feel like an analogy is like a sewing machine. If you put pressure on the pedal of a sewing machine, the motor will run and run and run. But if you don't do anything, it'll just sit there. So I feel like that's kind of, I don't know why I just also compared myself to a sewing machine. That is ridiculous. I need to stop doing art. I need to chill. Um, oh my gosh. But I always like to be doing something. And in high school, I put so much pressure on myself which wasn't the most healthy. I mean, I held myself to very high standards and applied to many schools, whether they be like very hard to get into or very easy to get into. I still put pressure on myself to kind of get into these schools and I ended up going to a university down the street from my house. But it it took a lot to find out what I was really passionate about. Um, Kind of like symptoms of burnout are fatigue, headaches, um, like abnormal like sleep and appetite routines uh, or like that's kind of like the most common symptoms. I think when I'm burnt out, I get really overwhelmed, especially if I have a lot of unfinished work to do. If I'm in school or wherever it may be, I think that that becomes very stressful for me and difficult because I have so much to do, yeah, I'm so overwhelmed that I kind of just go into, like, a lockdown mode in a way that cannot 
be the most healthy option a lot of the time. And then another symptom of burn burnout is I get really tired. Like last year, I would take a nap probably every single day. Um, and I wouldn't even be staying up late. <laughs> Sorry, my friend Taylor just texted me and sent me a picture of her school schedule and was making a joke because she knows I'm filming this episode. And she was like, I don't have burnout. And I was like, I don't believe you. But yeah, so other symptoms are like unmotivated. Um, you just don't want to do anything. And the issue that I get into sometimes is, well, especially with ADHD, like I can get hyper-focused on things that excite me and things that I want to do, like podcasting or sewing or drawing or art. When people tell me that I maybe should consider taking a rest day, a rest day for me is like doing art all day and watching like my iPad and being creative, which I guess like probably isn't a break. I don't know. It's a break because it, I don't know, guys. It's a really big debacle. Like what, where do we draw the line of rest and work, especially when our hobbies include that work? But yeah, like where do we draw the line between like work and art when art is our work, you know? Yeah. Because when you're working like a nine to five job, like for example, I've worked since I was 16. And before that I worked, I did what I could like selling things online or other stuff like that, but doing like chores and random stuff. But even at like a work environment, you have breaks, like you have scheduled or like at least a 10, 15 minute break, a 30 minute break if you really need it. But I feel like an issue with the 30 minute break is you have to clock out for it, which at a job that doesn't require you to, I think it's a little hard to prevent people from getting burnt out because that's a like half an hour is a lot of money, especially like if you're making a bigger salary or like a bigger amount an hour, like that's, you're missing out on a lot of money um, if you clock out for that 30 minute break. So there's a lot of pressure to just not and keep working. But I think that's at least nice that jobs legally require breaks because it's so easy to get burnt out at work. If I get burnt out at a job, I don't really do anything about it. Like some people will just change jobs like that week or something, like quit or something. I'm very like, I'm very like goal and like money oriented in like a success way. And like, I know what I want for my future. So like, I know what I want for my future and I'm going to work really hard to get that. Another thing is I feel like I work myself really hard. Like if I'm working on a project, I want to get it all done right away. Like an example is like this podcast, like note taking, researching, recording, editing, uploading would all be a very possible case of a burnout session. That's a lot of work to do all in that much time. I think that's probably contributing to like that ebb and flow kind of like level of my passion for podcasting. I think it reminds me of like back in the day, I used to make YouTube videos in like sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, maybe even a little bit of ninth grade, actually mm, sixth, seventh grade, probably. Um, editing was always like the hardest part, especially like editing on my, on like the music on the audio software on my computer, I have to sit at a desk and edit it and it feels like work where editing on like my iPad anywhere in my house or my computer, 
like laptop or my phone somewhere random like on the bus I remember I edited a podcast on the bus one time or like at work I remember I edited a podcast at work I think the first episode of crazy talk was actually uploaded at my previous job um I hope they're not listening but I definitely did edit that in the downtime. Doing like full projects all in one sitting. I think that can be unhealthy. I think breaks are really important. Um, without breaks, we'd be burnt out all the time. The next thing I wanna talk about is kind of like quarantine and its effect on my burnout in my past. So up until quarantine, I think I was very burnt out. I think it was a very hard time academically. Like, sophomore year, I was taking, like, French, chemistry, mm, dance, just, I don't even know. A lot of classes. A lot of classes, guys. That doesn't sound like a lot, but <laughs> I was doing a lot. And I think quarantine, I don't know if it, I feel like I had the idea that, like, quarantine made me capable of doing less after that, like, we initially went into quarantine having that time of nothingness where we just kind of sat and did nothing and we were bored and we didn't really work on anything or we worked on a lot to kind of counteract not doing anything. But quarantine showed me that like rest is nice, but I feel like quarantine was a big break that affected how much I'm capable of. I think quarantine affected a lot. I don't want to talk about it too much because it's so exhausting. Like I feel like we're finally back to normal-ish three year, almost four years later. Um, three years later but something else is burnout can last a really short amount of time like you can take a rest day and be totally fine or it can last I think I read online it was about like it was like three to nine months is like the really extended amount of time which sounds like a really hard place to be in and I don't think I've ever been in that kind of place I mean I've definitely had experiences that maybe have lasted longer that have caused me to like work on I don't know just like not feel not want to do anything I'm not a genius in all this but I wanted to talk about some of the stages kind of in a situation where burnout can occur I think drive and ambition normally start the process because you're so excited about something and you want to either you're just it's consuming you or like I said with work like that drive to make money to get to where I want to be is really hard. And I think pushing yourself also can go a long ways with it. I remember in dance, like, we'd constantly be pushing ourselves and we'd get pretty burnt out as time went on. But also, like, neglecting core values and, like, what you need. If I'm not very good at this, but if you need a day of rest, take a day of rest. It's hard to gauge like what that means. It's different from person to person, but I don't know. I think I had a day of rest like a few days ago. I wasn't feeling the best, but I'm still pretty sure I like did work and like other stuff. So I don't know. And another thing is a stage of burnout I think is common is you don't have time for non-work needs. You're constantly going, going, going. You may go from school to work to working on homework to hanging out with friends all in one day and that's a lot to deal with I feel like this is also a thing I do a lot like filling my schedule so much that burnout is kind of the only possible like not solution but it kind of is a way to like slow me down because it's our body's literally forcing itself 
to not go into like an exhaustive exhaustion episode, an episode of exhaustion. I don't really know. I think exhaustion plays a really big part about, um, plays a really big part in all of this. Before I talk about like, you never would, you guys were never going to guess what I'm going to talk about. Let me just say, you're up. (laughs) But first I want to talk about kind of like how to handle and deal with burnout. I think um, a really important thing is take more freaking breaks. Nothing really. I mean, okay, things matter, but like when it comes to it, if it's like you're putting so much pressure on yourself that it affects your entire life and you're unwell and you're miserable, that's not a good life. I understand that everyone has goals and like we'll react and kind of respond to those goals as we feel necessary, whether it's subconscious or conscious. Um, but I think take more freaking breaks. Nothing really matters. Like if you can't do something, you don't have to say yes. You need to definitely evaluate your options. I think if you feel like you have too much on your plate, then it's probably a good sign that you have too much on your plate. I think getting support is really helpful along with maybe in combination with a relaxing activity, um, whether it's like a friend support or a support that is at like a reach distance, you're not super close, or whether it's your parents or an adult or somebody you can go to either relax with or do something relaxing with. Another thing is part of the reason why I woke up at 6 a.m. today was because I want to be tired tonight and I want to be able to sleep and I want to be able to fall asleep at a good time and my sleep schedule has not been the best which I think has definitely contributed to like being mindful and getting a proper night's sleep and that's kind of like what I have on this um I mean not the episode's not over don't you worry but I wanted to I wanted to kind of talk about my level of burnout when I was in Europe because traveling and getting proper days of rest aren't they don't really go hand in hand when you're somewhere new and you want to see everything I would do so much in a day that I would get I would get burnt out eventually and I would just need whole entire days of resting and re my like months of rest and relaxation like and the last topic I wanted to talk about this is actually from a fan this is from Taylor um, Taylor, if you're listening, <laughs> hi, Taylor. I feel like getting burnt out is like your body's natural like elimination. <laughs> like your body's like, you're done. You're finished. You need to relax. You're eliminated. Like, yeah. So this kind of topic comes from a fan <laughs> and that being my best friend. Um, and she says when she thinks of burnout, she thinks of it in relation to other countries that get more vacation time off and retire earlier and things like that. Um, And kind of just overwork culture in the United States. Um, Like it's very normal for someone to get a first job at 15 here and complete their studies with all A's and all their courses and basically like get the best possible grades you can and you have to be successful and you have to do amazing And I think that a lot of that contributes to, like, less people pursuing art here because the art jobs in the United States compared to Europe are not even, like, comparable. 
Um, there's so many, like, I don't know, guys. It's ridiculous. But definitely in Europe, people like to relax. I would just go lay in the grass. And, like, it would be the middle of the day. There would be people just laying in the grass, relaxing, chilling. Paris love, Parisians love to relax. So do I. We have that in common. I am 77% French and German, so I think that's why. But it's just funny and sad to think about the differences in so many cultures. Um, Like, it's very normal in other cultures for people to get the entire summer off and have that entire vacation time, which I think is so much. Like, that's wild. I would love that. I think think I'm meant for that life. I don't know, guys. I'm feeling burnt out. (laughs) I just wanted to include that in there because I think it's really interesting, like the relation of the other countries, the different values, I guess. But I kind of wanted to sign off, guys. I have work to do. I'm busy. I'm not finished yet. Um, But yeah, I hope everyone has an amazing Friday. Hopefully this gets uploaded on Friday. I have genuinely no idea, guys. I'm burnt out. But this was a nice little talk session today. This was a very long episode, and I'm happy about that. Um, Yeah, stay cool, kids. Take breaks, relax, stay in school, don't do drugs, um, drink water, follow my Instagram. (laughs) I have a website coming out soon of clothing for sale that I have made. Um, www.kpivo.com, www.crino.com www.capivo.com however you want to say it it's greek um but i'm not (laughs) peace out home skillets peace out girl scout home skillet see you later alligator have a good weekend and have a great week i'll talk to you guys soon bye